0: You're listening to the Nerd Dad Podcast. Oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me again. Did I do that? Thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a short 15, 20-minute visit. How you been? Are you doing all right? Sorry I'm late with this one. Uh, I've had a very busy uh, work week. Like, real job. Uh, real job has gotten in the way of my fun time this week that's okay though I'd rather be busy at work than unemployed so it's a good thing uh I'll be honest this week's episode is going to be a little unusual because I don't have a game plan normally it follows a very uh comfortable structure right I usually do kind of a parenting anecdote and then one major-ish topic where I tee off for five to seven minutes. And then three or four quick hits of shit you may have missed. Maybe a minute apiece. I don't know if it's the weather we've been having. Um, I don't know if it's a symptom of my COVID-19 vaccine. Nothing nothing sparked with me this week. Nothing got me really happy Nothing got me really annoyed, Uh, so I don't have a I don't have a major topic to talk about. Must be just kind of one of those weeks. Are the spring blaws a thing? Maybe I have the spring blaws. I was out for a walk with my kid yesterday, though, and he uh, he says to me, just randomly, "Dad, uh, how was the Earth created?" Now, that's a loaded question uh, because he's five. I I, I don't know where I go with this one. Uh, so I answered as best I could, which was, uh, well, buddy, um, most people believe that two asteroids collided and uh, the Earth formed out of that. That was my answer. That's what I actually said to him. And his response was, "That makes sense. I heard that it was meteors. Cool. I didn't, I didn't pursue it at all. I didn't, no follow up for him, which means no follow up for me. Um, I don't know where he learned about the Big Bang theory, or that he has some sort of general understanding of it. I'm glad he does. So, I also couldn't help but think immediately afterwards. Religious parents have it so much easier." God created the earth, the end. Full stop. I gotta try and come up with a way of simplifying the existence of our earth using a scientific method. He seemed to accept it. He seemed to have some knowledge of it. It was almost like he was just confirming what he had heard. Um, and then he, he wanted to stay on this space conversation for a minute. And he said... <laughs> how big is the earth? And like, I'm not, I'm not high enough to handle this question. I like, what what do you mean? How big is the earth? Uh, so I, I said, well, it's, it's all relative buddy. I said, you know, the earth is huge to you and me. Um, but compared to other planets, we're kind of small. And he said, and Jupiter's the biggest. I was like, and Jupiter's the biggest. Now, let's talk about Pokemon, because that is more in my wheelhouse. (laughs) So uh, I pivoted the conversation to Pokemon, because we were out for a walk. We were doing little Pokemon hunting. And uh, I got us the hell off of science, because that is not an area of expertise for myself. And I am not going to start answering with a bunch of lies. I mean I could, kids are dumb, but it wasn't what I was going for. So that's my pairing the anecdote. <laughs> and it happened yesterday. So I'm 2 days late on the episode and that anecdote only occurred yesterday. I was I was coming into this episode with nothing. As I said, we're going to do things differently today because I don't have a main topic. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six things that I would normally kind of filter under shit you may have missed with the sound effects and the whole nine yards. Today, I'm just going to rattle them off. And see where it takes us. And see if I have additional commentary. And if I don't, we'll just move to the next one. Are we ready? So, you'll remember... Uh, I think last week, maybe two weeks ago, I let you know about the Disaster Girl meme NFT that sold for 500000 Well, one of the original internet viral videos, Charlie Bit My Finger, has been sold as an NFT. And it sold for less than I was expecting. I was expecting when I heard that Charlie bit my finger was going up for sale and that the intention was to pull the video off of YouTube. So they intend to pull this thing off the, off the internet, I guess, to keep the exclusivity of it all in play. Uh, I thought it was going to sell for at least a million. It sold for a very reasonable $760,000. Charlie bit my finger $760,000. I'm worried about what this might do to uh, to parenting because <laughs> parents are just going to be recording their kids and praying they go viral so that they can cash in on their kids even more than what they're already trying to do. Before, it was just for followers and the chance, the chance to maybe get a sponsorship deal or, you know, get enough subscribers so you earn a little money from YouTube. Now, <laughs> now it can be... Six figure income off of one meme. Setting a bad precedent setting a bad precedent. All right, next topic boom done. see I see where it went where uh, where it took me that's where it took me. I'm happy with it. Next one on my list here Amazon is officially buying MGM for eight point four five billion dollars effectively buying the rights to Bond, Rocky, Robocop, Pink Panther, more, Wizard of Oz, and 17,000 shows. This has so many far-reaching implications. It's it's unfathomable. And I don't say that word likely or often because it's a hard word to say. But it's it, we're talking about Uh, Amazon buying their way into the streaming wars. Netflix has done a really good job of fostering original content. Disney started their own thing where they can use their decades of items. Amazon had been slower and less successful with popular shows on their own development. They had done more artsy shows and, yeah, winning awards, but not nearly the same amount of buzz. And then uh, Bezos there remembered, oh, yeah, I'm a I'm a trillionaire. I can just uh, buy a whole bunch of shows. So he literally just went out and acquired (laughs) an entire movie studio with historic franchises. Uh, And now it's all going to be on Prime. And anything that's not on Prime, he'll be able to farm out to Netflix or whatever and make money off of it. So the rich get richer, right? The rich get richer. Um, I think we should all be lucky and thankful that Bezos seems like a relatively reasonably well-adjusted uh, billionaire because he has more than enough money to just go like fucking ape shit. And, and become a real-life Lex Luthor. And and like, here's this sun re- thing that's going to block the sun. And none of us could do anything about it. So, uh, keep buying up useless things. And uh, please, leave the sun alone, Jeff Bezos. What oh, let's, let's stick with movies. Uh, this is a short one. Sony is denying that it's working on a God of War movie, which you know what that means. It's working on a God of War movie. (laughs) I just love when studios have to come out and be like, look, we're definitely not doing something until the fans complain enough and then we realize we have a viral marketing campaign on our hands and then we're going to do it for sure. But right now, you people haven't begged enough yet. Sony, by the way, has the deal with Netflix. So if they did make a God of War, they'd be in bed with Netflix. We're going to go to movies again. This is the last movie thing. Uh, Did you watch uh, Army of the Dead? I haven't watched it yet, because I'm kind of mad at Dave Bautista right now. I'm finding him a little bit on the obnoxious side of things. Meh, just my personal preference. Anyways, Army of the Dead. In the movie, uh, one of the co-stars is Tig... I always pronounce her name wrong, so I apologize. Tig Notaro uh, is in the movie. But she was meticulously digitally added to the movie. After the entire movie was shot with comedian Chris D'Elia, who... Had some sexual misconduct allegations come up against him. The whole world abandoned him. Um, You can still listen to his podcast. He's starting to speak out about his experience on his podcast. It's interesting. I'm still not sure where I stand on the whole thing. um, Because he hasn't been convicted of anything. Um, He's definitely done something untoward to people. And I guess that in and of itself is worthy of a conversation. But uh, nothing criminal. So anyways, Netflix decided, hey, we're going to distance ourselves from Chris D'Elia and reshot all of his scenes with Tig. And then had her basically over top of Chris in the movie uh, to the point where Dave has actually never met Tig and they have scenes together. We all have know that CGI has come a long way, but this is (laughs) this is really cool. Um, I also read that it cost millions of dollars to do. So while I am a little pissed off with Dave Bautista for all of his outspokenness recently, because I just think, I don't know, maybe I think he's a meathead. Maybe he's not a meathead. Maybe I'm in the wrong on this one. I don't care. Um, either way, I'm inclined to give it a shot now just because I want to see Chris D'Elia being replaced on in, in the movie. Two more topics, two more topics, and, and we'll start with one that affects the economy, maybe not affects the economy, is an indicator of the economy. Two, three weeks ago, I talked about how condom sales and rental cars are an unexpected indicator that the economy is moving in the right direction. We have another unexpected indicator that the economy is moving in the right direction lipstick sales lipstick sales have jumped more than 80% 80% <laughs> so people are getting ready to head out on the town and and smooch kiss is there a different slang term than kiss but they are they're looking out to go out and impress and that old dusty red that they had before is no good jump in lipstick sales. Things are getting back to normal. It's happening. And finally, (laughs) I'm going to end on a really stupid one, but one that, man, America, I love you. You know what I love more than America? American snacks. Pringles. Pringles. Has entered the... Uh, The Chicken Sandwich Wars. Oh, I know. What a tease, right? So Pringles has partnered with Wendy's to bring a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich flavored chip to the market. Limited time only. Coming out in June. American Marketplace. Yada, 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 yada. You know all the other stuff. I just want to (laughs) say I am all for this because I love Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich it is my personal favorite out of all the spicy chicken sandwiches second is the kfc zinger and i like that one because it's really spicy and really crunchy but it's basically all just like i just like eating the fried shit the wendy's one i find actually tastes like chicken spicy chicken salad nope not chicken salad pringles Wendy spicy chicken sandwich chips if you're American, look for them. Send them to me in Canada. Just put to Joe in Canada. They'll find me. Fun fact, Wendy's was my first job. I didn't want the job. My dad made me apply. He said, just, just you know, just apply. I just want you to go through the interview process and, and try. I'm trying to get me... Out in the workforce. So I went in. I did my best. I think I wore khakis and a dress shirt. Very professional for a Wendy's interview. And uh, I ended up leaving with a job. So worked there for like a year and a half. Was not cut out to make sandwiches though. I could work the grill. Sandwiches were not. Uh, had to be too fast. And uh, too organized. And I just. My teenage awkwardness. Man, I made some of the worst sandwiches, so they pulled me off that shit and left me on the grill and the fries. There's a little background for you. All right, that's the episode. That's it. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a little unusual, I I, I acknowledge. It was a strange one, but we got through it together. We had fun with it. A bunch of weird topics. want to thank DeanBlendell.com. Putting up with my shit. Letting me have some fun with it. Why don't they blue microphones? Only reason I sound this good is... Because of my DNA. And the microphone. Also want to shout out my brother's podcast. Don't hate the game. Uh, Check that out. It's now on YouTube as well. Good stuff. Fun stuff. He might be funnier than me. And that's, that's irritating. He also does true crime which I'm fascinated by, but I don't have the patience to research. He does a good job. 20, 30-minute episodes, just like mine, uh, but focused on uh, on on video game-related true crime. Check it out. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever the hell you get your podcast or want to watch him. It's good stuff. Also, on the YouTube version of his show, uh, he adds video clips to help provide context as to the, the crimes. I'm really selling his show versus my own. Anyway, and also while you're on YouTube, subscribe to that nerd dad. I'll try to make things back to normal for next week. I'll try to find something that induces rage on my part, and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening, and uh, be safe, be well. We'll talk next week. Thanks for listening. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Matt Kundel, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free.